Hey, welcome back to Homework with Friends. Welcome back. Welcome back, buddies. Yeah, we, uh, oh, I gotta be honest with you guys. We just, we just had a little hassle. We had a big old hassle. We've, we've done this open four oh times God, now. This is the fourth time we've done this yeah. opening. Uh, well, before, <laughs> before we get into that, <laughs> welcome to Homework with Friends. I'm Logan. And I'm Dalton. And this is the podcast where two pals uh, sign each other homework to comedic results. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, sticking with it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so sticking. funny. It's so funny all the time. Wow, we had some great intros. Yeah. We came in with so much heat. We we did, and you guys got the, <laughs> the, the coldest the, the one. Most, the most boring <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, ready for some behind-the-scenes talk? Highlights of the other openings. <laughs> Wow, yeah. That was Logan coming in in the first one. I came in real hot. We uh, did this whole uh, British person one. thing. Hello, I'm Trevor. Yeah, we did one where we ripped on our guests. Uh, guests are stupid. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> like. But instead, now here we are. We're giving you the vanilla one. Number four, and we're here. Ugh, Go so, hit them hit them with the behind the scenes. You know, a lot of times I realize we're amateur, and I get it, and I understand it. Sometimes it's such a bummer just to like know you are. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just like so friggin' amateur. I I'm a nobody, man. We're working on this podcast, but computer's crashing on me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, something you got to fix that laptop, man. I think it, I you got I've lots been, of stuff on. I've that. been putting it through the ringer. Yeah, I keep uh keep filling it up. But you know what? That's not the point of this podcast. No. The point of this podcast is homework. Homework. Yeah, buddies. And if you're still with us after that. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, let's, it's been a big week. Whew! Big week. Uh, you had a birthday? I had a birthday. I turned 26. Old as dirt. Yeah, things aren't too cute anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start getting some shit together. Yeah. But, uh, you know, got a podcast, so that's great. Hey, man. As long as you got a podcast and a web series. I'm doing stuff. You're doing stuff. Uh, turns out I need glasses. You got glasses? <laughs> you turned 26, you got glasses. I know. Uh, but also, went to my first music festival ever. Ever? Ever. Never been to one before. Whoa. What are you, what are you, what, what are you looking at me like that for? Well, usually... Oh, what music festival yeah. did you go to, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you need me to probe you to talk about it? Well... <laughs> All right, keep, keep going. What, I want to uh, keep talking out a wall over hey, here. Hey, what, uh, what, what music fest did you go to, man? I went to Pitchfork Fest. Yeah, me too. Right here in Chicago. Yeah, I know you were there. Outside. Look, I was man, there for one of the days. They, they don't know. They don't know. Oh, this is going to be the fight episode. <laughs> yeah. We just put the mics down and start fighting. <laughs> we just have a little scuffle. And then we still post it. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be good. It'll be our most popular episode. So, first time turning 26, first time needing glasses, first time at Pitchfork Music Festival. How are you feeling? Uh, exhausted. I bet. I'm a tired boy. I mean, the music festival, there's not much to talk about. It was a music fest. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Wore some fun festival clothes. Yeah. Got me some cut-off jeans. You were all, you were fested out. I, was wearing a, I love wearing a bandana all weekend around my neck like a little kerchief. Yeah. I'm going to have to get you an actual kerchief one of these yeah, days. might as well. Hey. Belated birthday gift. Hit yeah, me up. Okay. Uh, 26 is fine. I didn't think about it much. You've only been it for two days. It's only been two days right now. Uh, I kind of feel like I'm in a new tax bracket, though, as far as age goes. Is that in, how it works? I don't know. In, well, not, like, not with the federal <laughs> government, but in my head, 26 just imme- seems so... The jump from 25 to 26 seems so much older than the jump from 24 to 25. Yeah, because you're on the back half now. I'm in the back half of the Closer 20s. I'm sure anyone older than 26 right now listening is like, all right, sh- shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but, you're, you know, you're closer to 30 than you are to 20. I know. Much I'm looking. Closer. You have been for like the past year. But true, but I haven't really been thinking about you it. You don't feel like it. No. So you hit, uh, hit that other age. Look back at 21 more than I do 20. Well, yeah. I don't even remember 20. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> riveting content <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> um but yeah no it's been a good week i'm exhausted I'm a sleepy boy but you know what? i'm trying to bring some heat to this uh this homework because we're back to we're back to normal it's just you and me out here it's on the just couch. the two of us we did some guests hey if you like the guests tweet at us at homework pod uh if you want to be a guest <laughs> tell us tell us how much you liked the guest i don't know yeah say, say something about the guest it doesn't matter what it is 
You yeah, can ha- you could hate. You could have hated him. You can hate him, and we'll pass it along. We've, to and you know, we've heard some some smack talk about Ryan last There's week's some guest. Smack talk because he doesn't listen to our podcast, <laughs> and I think and we was, caught him. I think it was from a very jealous fan, though. Who is yet super to be fan? On, super fan Robbie Yankish. <laughs> like he was just a little jealous, but yeah, he was uh, super jealous. You know what? Tonight, well, Robbie, if you're listening out there, which I know you are, you're gonna be on the podcast one day, buddy. Yeah, Robbie's getting married soon. Maybe we'll make him do a live recording at his wedding. Ooh, that'd be fun. At least get a couple sound bites. Yeah. <laughs> well, how you been this past week, man? How's it been? How's life? Completely normal. Not 26. Yeah, uh, you're young as hell. Still, still 25, which is great. Um. I got no, I really got nothing for you guys. I, I, I just don't. I'm sorry. Uh, I wish I could update you on some stuff. I tried slicking my hair back today. It worked out well. I like it. Uh, other than that, oh, oh, Sunday, I went to Pitchfork with you. Yeah. First, first, <laughs> first ever, like, mosh pit type deal. Oh, yeah. Don's I'm never not, been in, like, a, 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 a punk show mosh pit. I'm not a metalhead. I don't like punk music or rock. I like I like classic rock and roll, but I don't, I don't like like screaming. Oh no, we were at we were at Japan but, Droids for you know. I uh, I had fun. It's really it's fun. Good. I'm bruised up, and yeah, I I'm beat. Up. Don't think I was ever sweatier in my entire life. But you know what? Push some boys around. Had a good time. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I got kicked in the face. Yeah, it was fun. That was quite a day. I don't think it, like I used to go to the shows not like that band, but shows like that a lot more between mm-hmm. eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. I could have just said college, but <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't like like I'm so bruised up. I got little bruises all over my body. Yeah. I'm achy all over. Ugh. I kind of like it. Not the <laughs> not the best thing to do. I, I mean, I feel like I got in a fight. Yeah, we did, but not the it's, best thing it's to like do. It's like a fight where you don't get the punch. Your twenty sixth birthday, yeah, a fight where. Well, everyone's so supportive. It was a really good pit. I know it was your first one, but it was a really yeah. nice one because like people were following it, people were picking each other up. There was like good parameters. Yeah, you out pick there. them up and then you instantly push them back down. I so <laughs> you, I love I love it in those circumstances where you like see some guy's face for like a minute who forgets like no, this is how this goes right now. So like they're like, oh, oh, oh. and then they're like, oh, okay, never mind. This is fun. Let's keep going, baby. Uh, still don't like the music, eh. but the, the show was fun. It was good. It was a good yeah. show. Overall, good, good weekend. Solid weekend. I. Other than that, the other two weekend days, I just kind of stayed at home, relaxed. It's been chill for the homework with very, friends, peeps. Very chill for the homework with friends, peeps. We're chill guys. We're freaking chill. We're getting older. We've actually been getting rowdiest on Sundays now. Sunday rowdies. Yeah. Doesn't set you up good for the week. Don't, no. Don't follow our lead, fans. Had a couple sad Mondays. Yeah. It was bad Monday. <laughs> They're not fun. I... It, I've been trying to do better. Like, I don't drink during the weekdays too much if I don't work. The, if I work mm-hmm. the next day, you know what I mean. But man, oh man, I I just gotta not. I just gotta make a rule. I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, it was my birthday, so I kind of give myself a pass. But woo, that segues into we do have a sponsor for this week. We do. Um, we'll wait to give who it is and everything until we actually do it. We're taking a week off. of, yeah. of doing the drinking, but we promise we will get to your. To your uh, your sponsorship, and we will give you your shout out, and you're, you're not going to be left out. I promise. And if you're that. new to the podcast, what Dalton is referencing, uh, sponsor in the episode, Venmo your boys a few bucks, and we'll drink whatever you whatever you tell us to. Whatever you tell us to, and uh, this is this is a rare occurrence where we're not doing it, Mm-mm, but yeah. we we did get too rowdy on Sunday, and you know why? Because the boys are growing up. We're growing up. This is second semester. Second semester, freshman year. And we just got report cards back, and we got a lot. We got a couple more C's than we wanted to. Yeah. I got a D plus. Yeah, and we got, you know, <laughs> I got an F. I didn't even <laughs> think about it. Actually, a lot of ways, our first semester is really mirroring what college is like. You, yeah. You learn, you make mistakes, you make some friends, you bring them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what all freshmen do. What all freshmen do. Bring friends, college, friends onto their podcast. Know? Uh, but we're growing, we're maturing, and I'm excited about this episode because we're truly back we're to back. homework. We're back to regularly scheduled homework, very wordy homework. It's going to be end. wordy homework. Yeah. So, so for those of you don't who... Don't listen to this on your 10-hour drive home at night. Yeah. If you're doing that. I don't know well, how you would be, but... No, I think you're going to... I mean, this is riveting stuff. It is riveting. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is what... People come 
for the jokes, they stay for the facts. <laughs> That's our new slogan. Yeah. Ooh, like Come that. for the jokes, stay for the You know what? Facts. I want to do the, I'll do the opening again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Welcome uh, to the Homework with Friends podcast where you come for the jokes and stay for the facts. Sounds good. If you like it, tweet at Homework. <laughs> uh, hey, I get, we got an email. What? It, Who's it, it from? Uh, it's from my mom. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? This, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Let's oh, hear it. Oh, freaking, mama. Freaking read it, nerd. I'm pulling it. Give me. Mm. Fight episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom emailed us. If you'd like to email us, it's homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. Here's what we're looking for. Uh, ideas to talk about at the top of the episode. Uh, homework ideas in general. Uh, if you want to just say how much you like us, that's okay, too. We'll pretty much read all of them. So here's what my mama wrote. Subject line, homework idea. Oh. What te- she didn't even say dear homework with friends or dear Donald and Logan. Come on, mama. She said no. Learn how to <laughs> address a formal letter, mother. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't teach formal letter writing at your high school. I'm just kidding. I love you, mama. <laughs> uh, what TV shows did you watch as a kid? Did, did they influence you? What, if any, controversy was raised about the show, i.e. Power Rangers 2 Violent, Psychiatrist or Psychos? What? She signs off by saying, I like the podcast. You guys have an easy, relaxed rapport. L, which I'm assuming stands for love. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Mom. Uh, what a great, yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a great it is a good, It's a good question. Um, it's also funny because um, she did raise me. So she yeah. she she does know the she shows. Knows. She knows the shows I watch, but she's trying to out you, man. She, she's like, wait a second, what, Mama? I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> uh, she's doing this for you guys, the listeners, yeah, and maybe learn more about Dalton. So you know what? Answer my mama. What she, what you got? So can you give me like an age range? Do you know exactly what you? I would assume that you have talked to her. Prior to the last time that I talked to her. I actually haven't talked to her about this email. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, let's say uh, okay, young kid. Yeah. If we're, we're going prior to like the high school and all the age that we normally focus on. My favorite shows were Rocket Power. Ooh. Hey Arnold. Ooh. Rugrats. I was a Nick kid. Yeah, you're a Nick kid. SpongeBob. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I like dabbled in Dexter's Laboratory and stuff like that. It's usually one of the better crossovers. Uh, controversies around them. I think SpongeBob gets some flack for being a little too adult. Yeah, but I think that like most cartoons when we were growing up, kind of were. Uh, like they would sneak some dirty jokes. Oh, everybody! Like Hey Arnold's grandpa was a filthy, filthy old man. Yeah, he was great. Hey Arnold was a pretty mature cartoon, though. It was. I never got really into Cartoon Network or Disney. Mm -hmm. Um. I would watch, like, as I got older, I'd watch stuff like Even Stevens, mm-hmm. but it was never my, my big thing. Uh, and then I remember when I got into, like, middle school and so, I was into wrestling. Oh, so that's your main thing. That's, like, a big controversy. That's thing. controversial, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of violence and, and uh, like, half-naked women and bad talking and all that kind of stuff we know where you got it from then baby you know where i got it from <laughs> but yeah i was super and i had like tons of wrestling action figures who's and your stuff. guy who's the big wrestler you like uh the rock duh <laughs> <laughs> that was Not a good one question. to put your chips on no i uh i had a few favorites i mean like i loved uh i loved d generation x uh-huh. i love the rock i love stone cold um Rikishi was cool. Rikishi? Yeah, you don't remember Rikishi? I didn't watch any of this stuff. Oh, he was a big fat guy, and his special move <laughs> was he would put people down in the corner, and then he'd jump his, and shove his button in their face. <laughs> I get why you like Rikishi. <laughs> it was funny as fuck. Sounds dude. pretty cool. Uh, but no, The Rock was definitely my favorite growing up. Nice. Uh, other than that, um, Dragon Ball Z. DBZ. Also very violent. Watched a lot of violent shows. I think that was kind of the market. Yeah, I think it, it very much before it came a little more taboo. Yeah, and then as I got older, I just well, not uh, even like I think there's still violent cartoons, but there's definitely they try to put a little bit more meaning around stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if they're fighting, there's a little bit more heart behind it. Yeah, not saying DBZ doesn't have heart, but a lot of times it's just like 19 episode fights. <laughs> yeah, and then I, just, you know, you know, as I got older, 
started ranging in it just like in high school and stuff started getting into like family guy and the office and the adult shows yeah yeah the big boy shows oh yeah look at you history those are I mean, there, I'm sure there was a bunch more. I remember, like, when I was really young watching, like, Zaboomafoo. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the PBS Kids and Poke- ones. Pokemon and Digimon and all that stuff. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know if a lot of the shows, other than when I got older, a lot of shows had a lot of controversy around them. Hmm. Let's see here. I, I, I kind of, I watched it all, man. I would dabble in everything, because I would watch the shows that my mom was watching. So, like, I was watching Friends from a pretty early age with her and stuff like that. Yeah, my my shows were I was all I was a big Nick guy, like Nick. Nick was the best. Uh, Fight me about it. Anybody who disagrees, I think you're gonna have a lot of people agreeing. (laughs) But I also liked. uh, I was I was Cartoon Network kid too. Like I love Johnny Bravo, Courage Cowardly Dog, Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls. Was kind of a cowardly kid. Courage the Cowardly Dogs like spooked me a little bit. It was creepy. I didn't like it. I also liked uh, dabbling into Adult Swim stuff a little too early. Uh, Oh, I was like twelve when it came out. I would do that too. And I was like, "Ooh, this is not for me." Yeah, but I like it. (laughs) Like Boondocks, like seeing characters say like "hell" and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I was like, "Whoa, this is bad." (laughs) I'm watching some dirty stuff. (laughs) I know. They're not saying what kids say, Um, but. So she mentioned Power Rangers in the email, and I'm pretty sure it's because me and my brothers are huge Power Rangers guys. I wasn't. Didn't watch too too much of it. Oh, well, you. But we uh, we remember, or I remember that I, there was some kids that weren't allowed to watch it because it was too violent. Too violent. Some people were like not into it, not allowed to to watch it. I remember in sixth first grade, there was a girl in class who was like rip not ripping on me, but being like. I don't watch Power Rangers. It's not allowed. <laughs> and I was like, she that sucks. And I was like, okay, what? And she was like, my mom says it's too violent. I'm not allowed to watch it. I remember going like, I, I, I a, I think it was the first time I felt empathy because in, <laughs> <laughs> in first grade, I was like, why would this is the best show ever made? This is so good. And then to know someone wasn't allowed to watch something that I was allowed to watch, I was like, I. I got the best life. Yeah, did you go like, oh, I guess your mom kind of sucks. Yeah, like, your your family's bad. <laughs> you have a really terrible family. There's also like a funny, uh, ooh, thinking more controversial. She might be like thinking of like South Park and stuff yeah. like that too. Or the Simpsons. Uh, big Simpsons kid. Big into South Park. South Park. I was into South Park as well. Really fun, but we, we have a brother... Uh, who's much older than like me and my two closer older brothers? Yeah, he's what ninety eight now. Yeah, he's yeah, yes, just cracking, <laughs> knocking on a hundredth door. <laughs> but uh, he he's fourteen years older than me. Yeah, and then ten years older than my next oldest brother. That's yeah, a whole lifetime to him. So yeah, cl- for kid time, oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then he was like, I don't know if he wasn't allowed to watch it, but it was a bigger deal for him to watch those like adult shows. But I remember like six. He came over to the house and because he had already left the house, and we were just like watching South Park in the living room. And he's like, "What the hell?" It's like these actual children, yeah, are watching this show. I had to fight to watch as a teenager. <laughs> hey, man! I from what I've heard, I, I can't speak to its truth because I don't have any children. But I heard the parents get more lenient as the, as you go on. They just get tired of fighting battles. They're I believe like, it. They're like, you know what? Screw it. Just do what you want. They're like, yeah, we kind of want to watch it too. <laughs> Please just leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> going to bed. Mom, it's five. I'm going to bed. I had a, a buddy who had like six or seven brothers and sisters. Wow. And he's like, he used to always complain in high school and he'd be like, listen, I think my parents have just like forgotten I exist. He was like, <laughs> he was like they just don't want me to be around. <laughs> They're exhausted. They want the house to themselves. I'm the I'm the last survivor of this this monstrous batch of children. <laughs> hey, that's that's what the youngest kids we get that bratty connotation, but they also forget we're kind of forgotten. Yeah, we're a little latchkey kid sometimes, <laughs> just uh, fighting for attention. Just kidding, Mama, love you. I know you didn't forget me. <laughs> hey, well, thanks, Mama, for that email. Thank you. On to the next portion of the show, and that is. Homework! Homework, baby! What everybody comes for. Sorry for the shouting, guys. 
Yeah, that's, that people hate it. I, was, I know, I suck. <laughs> I came in too hot. Um, so my homework this week was to learn a little bit about my heritage, which is Hungarian. Hungarian. So I took that as kind of like a little history report on Hungary. They so, call him Logan the Hungry Hungarian. Yeah, there's because there was there's not a whole lot of heritage stuff to dig up right away without doing one of those uh, ancestry tests or whatever. So yeah, twenty twenty three and he. Well, yeah, <laughs> that is one of the tests. There's also twenty three and Glee. Yeah, that's where you just learn about the characters from the TV show Glee. Well, no, they just send you a bottle with all their spit in it. Ew. <laughs> 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 All right, what was your homework, man? <laughs> My homework was learn about the Korean War. Yeah, the Korean War report. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, try to cut it down to all the the most interesting points for you guys. All right, well, you're. I think you're the head of the class. I'm the head of the class. You, uh, you get to decide who goes when. You can go first. Whoa. Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to a special report on Hungary, the second in a series of special reports, <laughs> where we at Homework with Friends give you all the juicy details about the countries you never knew you wanted to learn about. This is Hungary. That is a slow national anthem. Man. Ugh. Yeah? Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I don't have as much of a setup like I do the uh, the O Canada episode, but here, you know, here's my homework on Hungary. Uh, here's what I learned while doing this homework. Ooh, I don't like history stuff, man. You don't like history stuff. I don't like doing the reports. I like history stuff. If you want to get me with something that's gonna to throw me for a loop, it's it's history. Uh oh. I don't know how to frame it. There's so much history to countries. That's rough because. Your homework for next week was to tell me all of history. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Got to call God. (laughs) Yeah, I need to know everything. Do an interview. Um, So here is my homework on Hungary. Uh, Budapest is the capital. Boom. I hope you wanted to know that. So I have it phrased in a few different ways. I've got uh, Hungary at a glance today. Um, A little bit of the history. Uh, Ooh, I got a burp. (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> used to Dalton burping on the podcast. Yeah. That's boy Logan. A um, little bit of history, uh, and then also just some fun facts. I love fun facts. And then I could talk a little bit about my personal experiences being a Hungarian. Because <laughs> I do have some stuff. You got some my, stuff? I got some stuff in my back pocket. All right. Um, so, like I said, Budapest is the capital. Uh, one thing I learned, there's a... Uh, there's a statue in Budapest in one of the public parks where if you touch it, you become a good writer. Yeah, is it of Wes Anderson? It's just Wes Anderson. <laughs> he's just it's been not a, even a statue, it's just him standing there. He's just been hanging out the whole goes, time. You're good now. You're good now. Now you're a good writer. So what? This is real? Yeah, it's called the anonymous statue. It's just like this cloaked figure in one of the parks. You touch Why it. Why wouldn't everybody touch it? I don't know, but I got to keep on moving here. Uh, the whole country has just under 10 million people. Um, it's the 91st biggest country. It's kind of right there in the middle. This hungry, hungry, you know, uh, it's flag is red, white, and green uh-huh. uh, stacked bars of those. Uh, red is for spilled blood. White is for freedom and green is for the greener pastures, baby. <laughs> and all this will make a little bit more sense. once we get into the history of hungry, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of rebellion and bloodshed. There. I don't doubt it. Um, so the Hungarians are also known as Magyars. Spell it. M-A-G-Y-A-R. Uh, and that is kind of the nationalistic term for Hungarian. Uh, from hanging out with a bunch of Hungarians when I went to Hungarian church, they liked the word. They said, hey, you Magyar. Hey, Magyar. They got a a weird accent, those Hungarians. (laughs) Hey, you Magyar. Uh, so let's see. Wow, I really, I'm going to say it. I'll say it right now. I did a slapdash job on this homework. Slapdash? You're halfway through already? I slapped this dash around. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, I got fun facts in the middle of my random shit. I don't know, man. (laughs) I suck at this. I suck at history. Give me an F. I suck. Uh, Well, 
Just go ahead and finish. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have known. You had to have known. Starting out with playing music over you talking <laughs> wasn't getting wasn't getting your bonus point. Um, let's see here. As of 2007, 13 Hungarians have received the Nobel Prize. Whoa, that's more than most any other country. Smart ass Hungarians. Yeah, they've won in every category except the Peace Prize because <laughs> they're men of war. Oh, yeah. Ooh, they're born of war. They're mad guys. And uh, water polo is a national sport. Whoa, are they good at it? Uh, I don't know. Number of gold medals go. Good at uh, ooh, wow, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> in every sport, or uh-huh. <laughs> everyone. Uh, so hunger, hungry. <laughs> it's so hard to say it so often. Hungary was founded in 18, or, uh, 897. 897. You don't yeah. go to the triple digits all too often. No. Uh, it's one of the oldest countries in Europe. It was founded even before France and Germany, uh, but before they became separate entities. And it was before the unification of the Anglo-Saxon kingdoms. Whoa. Yeah, so before the old UK was around, we've got Hungary. They're old. It was really the wild, wild west out there. <laughs> the, yeah? The wild Europe. The wild, wild Europe. Wild, wild Europe. Um, these countries were expanding and contracting and conquering each other. And this is some classic Europe. Yeah, that's what they did for a long time. Uh, it survived the Mongolian invasion. It kind of split up into a lot of different things. I mean, it a lot of traits of real classic genetic Hungarians are Mongolian traits, too. Mm-hmm. So they're like a mixture of both like kind of light and darker skinned, like, just inge- it's a it's a melting pot. Yeah, you think America's melting pot? It's Hungary. Hungary's the original melting pot. Hungary's the original melting pot, and that's what I've got here next. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was a kingdom for a long time. Uh, a lot, a lot of like a lot of those countries were. Yeah. And in 1849, following some revolutions uh, elsewhere in the Enlightenment period, uh, they decided to do a little revolution of their own. But just they, for fun. Oh yeah, they're but, like everybody else is doing this. I want to do it, but they got fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> and it did not work. Uh, their kingdoms did not enjoy it at all. Um, and then for some reason, like Russia was just trying to keep like, and they uh, to this day they just tried try to keep a stranglehold on that area as much as possible. They still just holding on to it. Uh, not right now. I mean, oh. but at the time they were in 1848. <laughs> oh. Well, you said to this day. Well, Russia and that whole area. Uh, let's just take that again. <laughs> I can't imagine that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> so it was always a kingdom, uh, but they tried to do a little revolution in 1848, 1849. Uh, failed miserably. Didn't work out. And one thing I learned from this was... It is rude to clink glasses in Hungary. Why is that? Because after that revolution failed, they lined up and killed 13 of the revolutionaries who spurred the movement. Uh, And as they did it, they noticed that the Russians were clinking glasses during the the murders. Whoa. So So still to this day, it's not cool. Yeah, they vowed. They said, for 150 years, we shall not clink Glasses when we drink our beer. I bet it, they're gonna have a big party when that 150 years is up. Oh, I got gonna click everything. Got a newsflash for you, man. It's they, up. It's up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they still don't clink glasses. It's still rude. Uh-huh. Well, why did they vow 150 years? Because they're quitters. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, no, yeah. they're not quitters. Yeah, oh, they didn't. They didn't quit on it. <laughs> they didn't quit. But they put a time limit on it for some reason. Uh, so after that revolution is when they merged with Austria and became the Austrian Hungarian Empire. Cool empire. Yeah, great. Not really. <laughs> Not the best. Uh, which we all know, Archduke Franz Ferdinand was the heir to that throne. Oh. And then he got killed in 1914, which was known as one of the main incidents that started World War One. Franz Ferdinand. He dead. He's dead. I thought he was still alive. Yeah. <laughs> He's still kicking it. <laughs> Just living. Uh, so after the war, uh, they became an independent republic. So they broke off from Austria, became their own republic. But a lot of countries at that time were very vulnerable to post-war sentiments mm-hmm. after World War One, mm-hmm. uh, There was still a lot of hate going around the entire world, mainly in the form of 
Nazis. <laughs> they they were some hate the Nazis people. done came up. Uh, so they were influenced heavily by um, the Nazi regime, and they joined the Axis powers in 1941. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> uh, guys, newsflash, Hungary, not always the coolest country. <laughs> not doing good uh, <laughs> in the cool department. And then after the war, it, communism took over. <laughs> So many things are making sense. So, now. <laughs> so in 1947, communists took over. In 1949, they joined the Soviet Union. God damn it, dude. <laughs> and then in 1956, they, they had a failed revolution again. The Hungarians are just like if the, you could put them in the context of one person, it's just like an old an old guy who's really bad at gambling, but he keeps trying. No, really, they seriously did. I mean, they were like one of these older always, countries. <laughs> They're, they're kind of right in the middle of the pack. Um, they've got a good economy today, but it's not like the crazy best one. Budapest is really one of the main tourist attractions there. Uh, all in all, I mean, a rough deal for these Hungarians. Um, and so, like I said, they had a failed revolution in 1956. That was actually, that's a pretty, that's a pretty bloody one, too. It really didn't go well. Uh, I remember hearing about that from the old Hungarian people in church. It's when a lot, it's like a, another wave of immigration from the country after that. Yeah. Uh, but finally, 1990, they got rid of that damn communism. <laughs> they hit in 1990. So they got, <laughs> they got free elections again. Uh, there's always been huge waves of immigration from Hungary to the states. Um, typically after uh, revolutions and in between wars. So while they were the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, we had a big wave. That's where a lot of the, and a lot of people at that time, too, during the Industrial Revolution, when we got a ton more jobs in the U.S. Uh, around that time, uh, I believe that's when my family came on over. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. They used to have a, a, a grocery store in Dayton. Lukács Grocery. Did? Yeah. Whoa. The, the family in general they did. They sold yeah. it? Yeah, I think it caved at some point, and then everybody started Putting doing their own thing. Yeah, Kroger done bought him out. Kroger stole it. Oh, sorry. My granddad's name is John Kroger. <laughs> it turns out I'm super rich. I'm filthy rich. <laughs> um, and so, but there's also another big boom in the 30s with people just trying to get the hell out of Europe during the percolation of World mm -hmm. War II. Little did they know, it was about to become a world war, you dummies. <laughs> Everybody's involved. You're going to fight in it no matter what. Um... Oh, wow. Speaking of earlier, how my stuff's all over the place. Here's a fun fact. <laughs> uh, there are name laws in Hungary. What can't you be named? I don't know that, but there's specific names you can choose for your kids. That's it? Very specific names? There's like a whole list. You gotta make you sure you Logan's choose one. one of them? I don't... Maybe I'm illegal in Hungary. I think you're illegal. Doo -doo -doo -doo. My dad always did say growing up, Lukács, my last name, was like the Smith of Hungary. Yeah. A lot of Lukaches. A lot of Lukaches. Googled it. I don't think he's telling the truth. That seems like a dad fact that you just believe forever for no reason. Yeah, here's another. He used to say, in Hungary, the slow songs are the happy songs, and the fast songs are the sad songs. I looked that up one time, too. I couldn't really find anything on it. <laughs> I, think, I think a bunch of old people lied to him when he was a kid. <laughs> and he just keeps passing And he loved along. it. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get old forget about it pass that along to your kids too just one day as a random fact <laughs> uh here's oh you know what i think i am just onto the fun fact portion okay uh what the fun fact they got hungarian cowboys hungarian cowboys how do they dress? cowboys in hungary hungary <laughs> i keep reading it it just phonetically just looks like yeah. hungary uh i don't know the goofy okay that's it i'll believe you they don't wear the big hats and vests and stuff i wish Hungarian cowpokes, but you know they got some ranchers. They got some uh, horsemanship's a big thing out there. A lot of famous dishes out of Hungary. Yeah, a lot, a lot of dishes. Hit us with the, the dishes. Dishes. Let me dish on dish you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Goulash. Goulash is is popular. That's a big one. Uh, uh, from Hungary. And then cabbage rolls. Yeah. So stuffed cabbage. Like cabbage. That was. Uh, I've referenced this a couple times, but I went to a Hungarian church from the ages of, or the age of 12, 12 to about 15, 16, off and on. So four years, basically it was a hardcore Hungarian church. They even did like fully Hungarian services before the English services. 
we would only maybe catch the tail end of those. Yeah. But they still did all the prayers in Hungarian as well as English during the service. And then people stuck around. There was there's portraits of the 1956 revolution in this giant bingo hall that they ran. It was wild. But outside of that, they are also a little food business. They were a church food business. Yeah. They celebrated the revolution. They celebrate the revolution. Yeah. And I think this must be a big thing for like a lot of European communities. Like food's huge for any culture. Mm-hmm. But like we would have all these people who wouldn't come to church, but they would come by like these sausages and cabbage rolls and these noodles that we would make because it was the only place they could get the authentic Hungarian cuisine. That authentic Hungarian cabbage. Which was all cabbage, man. Oh, it <laughs> smelled like so bad wet, all the time. Hot, wet lettuce. Yeah, hot, wet. It, like, I can't tell you how gross it's. It looked like, they looked like little alien pods. Yeah. Because the lettuce would get translucent cabbage and is... you would see this minced pork. Oh. <laughs> I hope I don't offend anybody here by saying this, especially my mom, because I think she makes it and likes it. But cabbage is fucking gross, dude. It smells it's so bad. It's hot, wet lettuce. It's it smells disgusting. so bad. Just uh, make a salad. Make a salad. It's the same thing, and it's better. Yeah. It was gross, dude. Didn't like it. Um, But we also made sausages. Yeah, sausages is great. Grind up the meat. We would take out the little pig intestines, put it on a tube. You would make them? Yeah. it was. Is that what turned you off the sausage? Oh, dude. <laughs> when they say you don't want to see how the sausage gets made, they ain't lying, baby. <laughs> You're wrapping pig intestines around it. Fact a, confirmed. Making meat tubes out of pig intestines as a kid. Hey, man. Ugh. I'm fine with it. Back in eighth grade, uh, uh, about a year into going to this church, we were going there making sausage. Guess who shows up to make sausage with us? Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. JTT. No, my eighth grade Spanish teacher. Who you were in love with. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to guess. Uh, no, she just what? Like that's all it needed to be. It just was that was that weird. Yeah, never seen her at the church before, but apparently she had gotten married there because her husband was Hungarian and their family wanted mm-hmm. to use this Hungarian church. All the while, we're like, why? Why are all these people just? Why don't you guys just go to church? I don't see any of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she shows up and she's like, "Hey!" I'm like, "What? I don't like this." <laughs> and then we got teamed up to make sausage together. You made sausage with your eighth grade teacher, yeah, buddy. And then uh, that Monday, back at school, out of nowhere, I think the Spanish word for sausage is salchichas. And so, in my Spanish name in the class was Leon. So she went. Hola, class. Uh, me and Leon made salchichas over the weekend. <laughs> and everyone was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, we made sausage at my church. And then they were like, why are you making sausage at church? <laughs> and why are you hanging out with her outside and of I was class? like, I'm pretty sure we're just free labor to them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. It was uh, kind of sweatshoppy. I didn't like that. I didn't like that church. <laughs> Wasn't crazy about it. Uh, all right, you know what? We got a little fun round to end out my homework bing, with. Bing, bing, bing! Hit us with the fun <laughs> round. All right, you ready to close this section out? I'm ready. Okay, so we got here to finish everything out. We got little trivia called famous Hungarians. Famous Hungarians. These are famous people who you didn't know were Hungarian, so they're not really like super Hungarian, but they're kind of Hungarian. Okay. Ready? All right. <laughs> so here's a little trivia. Uh, you got to answer it. I have to answer it? You got to answer it. It's a little quiz show. This famous escape artist is Hungarian. Harry Houdini. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> this famous actress currently stars on Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, Drew Barrymore. She's Hungarian. Doubt it. This <laughs> famous singer wants to tell you how ironic it is. Oh, no. I don't know this one. Maybe this is a jagged little pill to swallow for you. I don't know. I'm not catching these. Uh, Can you just tell me? Alanis Morissette. Okay. And there you go. <laughs> Uh, this famous bass player wants you to give it away, give it away, give it away now. I don't know his name. Flea. There's Flea? Yeah. It's his real name. I don't know. <laughs> Usually he goes by Flea. He sounds like Donnie from the Thornberries. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hey, this mother-daughter duo, both Hungarian, 
Our, uh, the daughter is uh, Kurt Russell's kid. <laughs> the daughter's of Kurt Russell's kid? I can't phrase it at all. Something Russell? It's Kurt Russell's wife and then their child together. I don't know who Kurt Russell's wife is. What? It's Goldie Hahn. Goldie Hahn? And uh, her daughter. Betsy Hahn. <laughs> <laughs> the famous actress, <laughs> Betsy Hahn. It's uh, Kate Hudson. I didn't know that was Goldie Hahn's daughter. I don't know. Family Trees of Hollywood, man. And then uh, finally, that's it. That's all the. That's the famous Hungarians. All right. Well, you batted about five hundred on that. It's not bad. So that's Hungary. Hungary by Logan, a hungry Hungarian. Later. Later, dog. Hey, all right. That was fun. It was all right. Yeah, we did it. Did you have a good time? Did you like learning about the motherland? It was fun to learn about. Like I said, I, I struggled through it. As a homework assignment, because yeah. there's a lot to do, or a lot of places I could have gone, and I, I got overwhelmed, to be must, honest. Must have been a bit of a bummer with all the, the not cool stuff that they did. A lot of not cool stuff. Yeah. Also, I mean, it also just took place over, like, the birthday weekend, so I didn't get to it till pretty late. Yeah. Be honest, man, wasn't that, a good one. That dang the birthday weekend. That dang the birthday. All right, All right, so... back to you, baby. My homework was to talk about the Korean War. Whoa. And much uh, like any history assignment, there's just endless stuff yeah. that oh I can talk God. about. This, I could do like a like a three-part hour and a half each on just the Korean War, but, you know, I can't. Got to condense it down into 20 minutes because you dummies have short attention spans. There's <laughs> <laughs> that classic Dalton heat. So I'm going to be hitting you with the... Major, like some some of the most major points. Uh, it's gonna be a very condensed version, and uh, yeah, enjoy. Here we go. Here we go. All right. The Korean War began on Jan, uh, June twenty fifth, nineteen fifty, when roughly seventy five thousand troops from the Soviet backed Democratic People's Republic of Korea in the north crossed the thirty eighth parallel, which is like where the divide is, and still roughly where it is today. Uh, Invaded the pro-Western Republic of Korea in the South. A uh, little fun fact. There's going to be many fun facts throughout this, but it was the first military action of the Cold War. Whoa. With communist leader Kim Il-sung seeking help from Joseph Stalin prior to the attack. Huh. And so there's a lot of, I'm going to be throwing a lot of names at you. I'm not going to give you a ton of background. I hope you know who Joseph Stalin is. If not, read a book. Yeah, uh, just throw his names out. Yeah, but but you know, stick with me. I'll, I'll try to explain each one as they come up. So Stalin initially did not think it was the right time for the war in Korea. Chinese communist forces were still embroiled in the Chinese Civil War, which uh, was pretty crazy. And while U.S. forces remained stationed in the in South Korea uh, by spring 1950. He believed that the strategic situation had changed. Mao's communist forces, which who were the communist leader for, for China in the Civil War, uh, had secured final victory in China. And U.S. forces had withdrawn from Korea and the Soviets detonated their first nuclear bomb. So with that, Stalin kind of like saw what was going on, was like, yo, Mao, Mao freaking won. Communists are kicking it. Soviets just dropped a nuclear bomb. Like, U.S. isn't just the only ones who got it anymore. Well, we're in a pretty good spot. And you know what? We're backed by Hungary. Hey! <laughs> They're no. communist as shit. Yeah, boy. <laughs> just kidding. Hungary wasn't involved in this. Actually, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, so, in April 1950, Stalin gave Kim permission to invade the South under the condition that Mao would agree to send reinforcements if needed. Uh, Stalin made it clear that Soviet forces would not openly engage in combat to avoid direct war with the United States because, you know, nobody wanted to F with the U.S. Mm -hmm. in, the, in the 1950s. They were big and bad. So, Soviet generals with extensive combat experience from the Second World War were sent to North Korea as the Soviet advisory group. So they were still involved, but they were kind of, you know, keeping at a distance. Just like, hey, maybe you should do this. Yeah. Uh, these generals completed the plans for the attack 
in May or in June, like when it started. They completed the attack, the plan for the attack by May. Mm. Sorry for the the word, the, the tum- <laughs> tumbling on my tongue there, guys. Uh, so the forces for these, um, the breakdown when the war like first kind of started. To show you how outnumbered South Korea was, uh, by mid-1950, North Korean forces numbered between 150,000 to 200,000 troops, organized into 10 infantry divisions, one tank division, and one air force division, with 210 fighter planes and 280 tanks. Decent little-sized yeah. army. Uh, as of June 5th, June 25th, 1950... The old, uh, I'm just going to call them like the South Korean and North Korean. I'm not going to keep saying the friggin' names. Sure. Uh, the South Korean army had 98,000 soldiers, uh, 65,000 combat, 33,000 support, no tanks. <laughs> they had requested some from the U.S. military, but the request was denied. And a uh, 22-piece Air Force. Mm-hmm. So they were a little out lean. Yeah. Uh... As it picked up, the United Nations got involved. Uh, the two sides of the Korean War were broken down as such. I'll give you a, a little, some of, of like the stats on who, who sent how many soldiers, but not all of them. So, South Korea had about 602,000 soldiers at the, the height of the war. And then, uh, that's like the whole, like everybody that was, donated to yeah. them as well uh the the un the united states who sent around 326 863,000 soldiers united kingdoms who were the next closest to the united states that sent 14,198 <laughs> so the u.s <laughs> provided some quite a people. bit yeah. yeah and then also canada france turkey greece colombia and many many more from the un i won't name them all mm-hmm as far as casualties go for the South Korean side, uh, the total was about 178,000 dead and 32,000 missing. Total wounded were about 566,000. Hmm. North Korea, uh, which the army totaled about 1.35 million, um, they got help from China, who who sent about 266,000 soldiers, and the Soviet Union, who sent about 26,000. Ooh. Yeah, not too many. Total dead, uh, somewhere between 398,000 and 750,000 soldiers, and then about 145,000 missing. Ooh. That's a lot of missing. Yeah. Total wounded, about 686,000. 100,000. And then... Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Now I have a hard the, time with numbers. I, I know. I just said a ton of numbers. Yeah. I hope that uh, you guys got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hard... I have a hard time knowing what's a lot and what's a little. I was... Yeah. You like, could have told me there was... They sent 5,000 troops from the U.S. I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for all that, guys. That was, that was a bit of a... It was it was a lot. <laughs> I didn't like reading it either. Ugh. We were like, man, let's get back to homework. And both of our assignments were like, oh, this is homework. <laughs> <laughs> Some major battles. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> of the Korean War. The Battle of the Pusan Perimeter. Uh, was a large-scale battle between the United Nations and North Korean forces. Lasting from August 4th to September 18th. Over a month long this battle was. Whoa. Uh, that was in 1950. It was one of the first major engagements of the Korean War. An army of 140,000 UN troops, having been pushed to the brink of defeat, were rallied to make a final stand against the invading North Korean army. 98,000 men strong. Uh, UN side ended up winning. And, uh, and it it set the pace. Said the, the, the a war pace setter. UN wasn't to be fucked with. Whoa. Uh, now, taking a little bit more of a, a turn for the other way, the Battle of Gloucester Hill took place April 22nd through the 25th, 1951. It was a pretty short, yeah. short guy. Um, during the uh, troops from the Chinese people, People's Volunteer Army. <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> Groups from the Chinese people. <laughs> this is that's like the army's. No, name. yeah, the Chinese troops army. from the Chinese People's Volunteer Army attacked uh, United Nations positions on the Lower Imjin River in an attempt to achieve a breakthrough and recapture the South Korean capital Seoul. The attack was part of a of the Chinese Fifth Phase campaign, also known as the Chinese Spring Offensive. The aim of which was to regain the initiative on the battlefield after a successful UN counteroffensive in March 1951, um, and they ended up. They did it. They won. Uh, the the UN forces fought as long as they could, but they they got over overtaken, overrun, and outflanked, and they. They retreated back to like the nearest UN safe place, but as they were leaving, they lost a lot of guys too because the the Chinese forces had a lot of high ground and uh, mm-hmm. not good, not good for the UN. And then the last one was Operation Killer. Uh, Operation Killer. Killer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> still a pretty badass name. Yeah, uh, it was the start of the second major counteroffensive lost launched by the UN. Uh, UN forces against the Chinese Communist People's Volunteer Army. I hate saying that. Yeah. That's a mouthful. Uh, and the North Korean Army during the Korean War between uh, February 20th and March 6th of 1951. The offensive was formulated by General Matthew Ridgway with the goal of annihilating enemy forces south of the line designated the Arizona Line. Mm. UN won. They freaking trounced their asses dude yeah buddy go you in but it was another long guy it, was, it took a while all right so now uh you learned about some battles you learned about the sides we're getting towards the end <gasps> here's a crazy thing i want to know uh starting all the way in july 1951 president truman and his new military commanders started peace talks at uh panmuajum <laughs> Panamuajum? I don't know how to say it. <laughs> pan, pan, panmumju. Got it. Jum. Panmumjum. Uh, still, the fighting continued despite the peace talks along the 38th parallel as negotiations stalled. Both sides were willing to accept the ceasefire that maintained the 38th parallel boundary, but they could not agree on whether prisoners of war should be forcefully uh, returned. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese and the North Koreans said yes. The United States said no. Oh. Yeah. So, finally, after more than two years of negotiations and battles and everything else, uh, they... I lost my place. Oh, no. I'm an idiot. Oh, you're fine, man. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> finally, after more than two years of negotiations, the adversaries signed an armistice on July 27th, 1953. The agreement allowed the POWs to stay where they liked. Um, so kind of like picking for the Koreans that was picking whatever side they wanted to mm-hmm. stay on. Uh, and they drew a new boundary near the 38th parallel that gave South Korea an extra 1,500 square miles of territory. Whoa. And created a two-mile-wide demilitarized zone that still exists today. Joint security area. Yeah. So, I think I'm into fun facts now. Fun facts! Fun facts. Okay. Fun fact number one. Let's hear it. There are still more than 7,000 U.S. soldiers missing in action from the war. Oh. it's a lot. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, the total dead from both sides was around 5 million. Um, oh, wait. I read that wrong. Sorry. Total. Okay, of, I knew that's a big number. <laughs> total, <laughs> total of five million dead, wounded, or missing, uh, and half of them were civilians. Oh my god! That's a bummer. The Korean War. It's a big bummer. That's terrible. Sad to hear about. Uh, North Koreans who were born after the Korean War in the late 1950s are, on average, about two inches shorter than South Koreans. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about it, North they Korea. Put a, they put. There's, like, a rule in North Korea that once you're born, when you hit, like, 13, they just put, like, a big stack of books on your head. You have to walk around like, with it for one, a long time. Not one inch more, buddy. Yeah, you're done. Uh, officially, the Korean War was never more than a police action because President Truman never asked Congress for a formal declaration of war. Oh, bite me. Technicality. B- bite him. Bite him. Uh... 
The U.S. Army used approximately 1,500 dogs during the Korean War oh. and 4,000 in the Vietnam War, which I know we're not talking about, but it was part of the fun fact, so you're, you're getting it. Right, go doggies, go. The world's first all-jet dogfight occurred during the Korean War on September 8th, 1950. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I would watch it. Who won? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the most famous representation of the Korean War is the television series MASH, which ran from 1972 to 1983. Its final episode was the most watched in TV history. That was all Korean War? Uh, you know. Never watched MASH. It stars uh, the one and only Alan Alda. I am Alan Alda. That's my Alda. That's how he talks. And uh, I guess great minds think alike. Uh, my last little section here is... Famous Korean War veterans. Whoa! We're uh, genius. We're genius co-hosts. I'm not going to quiz you on them. I uh, know because I'm am I'm, I'm the tough guy. You're the tough guy. Maybe <laughs> I'll hit you with the quizzes on a couple of them. You can, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go down the line. I think I have ten. Uh, Neil Armstrong. He was in it. I'm not. This isn't a. <laughs> was he or wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Th- Uh, so Neil Armstrong, <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Whoa. Yeah, you boys. Uh, this next one, I'll, I'll see if you can guess it. A famous British actor starred in a really popular trilogy. Sean Connery. No. That's it. That's my final guess. Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine, Dark Knight trilogy. A lot of combat. Look at that. Actually. Good for him. Uh, Ed McMahon. Uh, Johnny Carson, sidekick. John, John Glenn. Good for him. Ted Williams, uh, a baseball Hall of Famer. This next one, uh, famous famous radio personality. One of the mo- probably the most famous radio personality. Casey Kasem. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> That's Kasem. Uh, James Gardner, star of The Great Escape. Wow, I feel like you, you got swooped right up into this war if you were. Yeah. I mean, this was full on draft, wasn't it? Uh, think so? Yeah, I believe wow. so. Uh, Charles Rangel, longtime U.S. congressman. And last but not least, the man in black. Tommy Lee Jones? What? Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> you went instantly to men in black. Yeah, you said the men in black. That's I knew who it was, he is. Knew it was a Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith was in the Korean War. <laughs> now, Will Smith fought the aliens. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The Independence Day War. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So that's it. That's my homework. Hey, I learned a lot. Yeah, I hope so. Man. Hope you guys out there learned a lot, too. I know it was a lot of, of reading. Here's you know. what I learned about what you just said. What? And kind of about my homework, too. If you're thinking about starting a war out there... Just don't. Just don't do it. How, it's dumb. But there's a lot of soldiers who need jobs. Soldiers need jobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this takes us to our final portion <laughs> of the show, and that's something called grades. Yeah. We're going to take a second and grade. We're going to grade each other. Um, if you are unaware how grades work, it is we do it in chunks of 25 points. Uh, the four categories are accuracy, effort, quality, and a little special factor called whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kid Cuddy's here. Uh, so we'll get back to grades in just one millisecond. All right, and we're back with grades. Back at it with the grades, baby. Hey, the class, you want to go first or you want me to give you your grades first? You go first. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, for quality, I'm going to give you 25 out of 25. Man, you nailed it. You covered, you, you covered it all. Hey-o. You know what I mean? You, you, didn't, you didn't miss a beat. I didn't do any pre-research on the Korean War. So, I'm just going to go ahead and say, you did great, which takes us to accuracy. 25 out of 25. Now, uh, bang. Give that 25 out of 25, and then we go to uh, effort. 
And this is a cat. I've noticed we do this. I think whenever we just know the other person did it last minute, it just yeah. automatically it's like it's hard to give a ton of effort. Yeah. Just, so I'm just I'm gonna give you a twenty. Okay. So I think it was a thorough report, and I, I learned a lot from it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that brings us to woe, which is becoming the hardest thing to do. It's freaking hard, dude. It's tough to woe. So I I, I went ahead, I gave you fifteen out of twenty five mm-hmm. on woe. Uh, okay. partially because of the famous people. I like learning about those famous people. Yeah. And then the also, also uh, just those general facts, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. It was e- This was kind of an easy one to woe me on, but nothing too crazy came up. Yeah. So I think all that in total brings you to an 85. Look at that. It's a solid B. It's a solid B. I think it's funny how... We used to get A's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you changed it up, baby. <laughs> I think you might have influenced me a little bit on this one. Ooh. You were self-deprecating. Yeah. Influenced my, my grades. Meaning like in the in the worst? Yeah. Or just knowing? It yeah. like you didn't get a terrible grade. No, but uh, I didn't do great. Accuracy, as always, 25 out of 25, because <laughs> I'm not doing any more research than I got. <laughs> uh, effort. I'm going to throw it at a 16. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's about right. Just, I really, I, I wanted to hear about your family more. It's, it's yeah, just, I didn't dive into the heritage no big piece. Deal. It's no big didn't deal, but I was excited. Yeah, busy week. Quality, uh, hit, it, hit it with 17. Okay. Um, yeah, it was all over the place. It was all over the place. It was good information. I learned a lot about Hungry. Uh, and then, whoa. Once again, it's getting hard to yeah. to do, but I hit you with an 18. Hey, look I at liked, that. I liked the fun facts. I liked the famous people. Uh, I, I didn't know anything about Hungary, so. Yeah. You know. And that rounds about as 76 out of 100. You know what? That's a good grade. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's not, well, I mean, it's a good, it's a accurate grading for you. It's passing. Probably could be a little bit less. If I was in the class, usually I, tr- I strive to do higher B's to A level work. This would be one of those grades I would get back on a test and be like, "Ah, oh, you're better than this, man." Yeah, but then you also say, "You know, I could make it up next time." Yeah, exactly. It's not. I'm not. I'm not beating myself up. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> so All I, right. I think, I think this next week is gonna be fun. Okay, so that makes uh, Dalton the head of the class. My reign begins. And then that makes oh Logie the dunch. Bummer. <laughs> All right, well, you go ahead and hit me with those, the next week's homework. Okay, homework for next week. All right, this is what I thought of a couple weeks ago, and I forgot it, and it came back to me again today, baby. Okay. I'm excited about it. I hope you like it. If not, that'll suck. Whatever, but, man. Uh, so, my homework is for you to research some of the most haunted places in Chicago. <gasps> That's so scary. Uh, tell me about the stories that brought them about. Uh, some of the accounts of the pe- what people have experienced, and then maybe give me your own little ranking of them, uh, like top five or so. Okay, I'm assuming there's a good amount. But then extra credit, find a place we can easily get to that gives tours, and uh, I'll front the bill for us to go see some ghouls. Woo! Yeah. We go see some spooky ghouls. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm in. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it'll be a fun one. All right, haunted Chicago. All right, you ready for yours, man? Yeah. You ready for your homework, dude? Yeah. My mustache hair just went up my nose. Ugh. That was weird, guys. <laughs> so, this is going to take, and hopefully this isn't too much, it's not meant to be a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to start any homework. Yeah. But I'm trying to, we're trying to think outside the box for a homework assignment. I want you to go to a list of the top ten movies of all time. Okay. Because I think that changes all the time, right? Uh, Depends what list you're talking about. So, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. I feel like there's a lot of different lists. So, here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick a movie on that list that you want to watch the least. Okay. The one that you haven't seen before and one that you absolutely just like would never want to watch. All right. And then I want you to give a little movie report on it. Okay. Give us your grade on it. Something that's counterintuitive to something you'd like. Uh, and on top of that homework, because you're going to be hopefully looking at a lot of lists of top ten movies of all time, uh, give us like a, a real quick speedy breakdown of your top ten movies of all time. Okay. 
So uh, basically, in summary, I think top tens are kind of goofy, kind of funny. But sometimes yeah. there's always those things. You, there's always those movies that pop up. You're like, am I gonna watch that? I gotta watch that. Is that really that good? Mm. So it could be one that you think is the most overrated, one that you'd never really watch normally. Whatever, I'll let you. You'll let you take the reins on yeah. that. But give yeah. us a nice little movie report. Okay. Ooh, this is going to be tough. I've seen a lot of movies. You, that's what I mean. I'm, I've ran through a lot of lists. I'm going to push you through your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that does it. That does it for this week. All right. Well, hey, as always, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, thank you. If you want to connect with us, that is homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. Or homeworkpod on Twitter. Yeah, we uh, we love you guys. We're going to keep the homework flowing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. Hey, and as always, do your homework. Do your homework. Bye, guys. <laughs>